This Rhythm and News podcast is brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.ctacshops.com. The Franklin High School football program is on its pathway to return to being a football powerhouse in Seattle's Metro League. As Coach Terry Green has a marquee player in James Scott Jr. and has changed the culture of the program. When they talk about the Franklin football program is head coach Terry Green. Good morning, Terry. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. And yourself? Uh, man, you know, like I tell him, living the dream, right? Living the dream. <laughs> I hear you. First of all, Terry, welcome to the show. Um. Terry, let's Thank talk you. about. Glad to be here. Yes, sir. Terry, let's talk about your personal commitment to football, uh, but more importantly, your passion and connection to the football program at Franklin High School. Um, you know, football's been a big part of my life. You know, I grew up in Seattle, born and raised. I, I went to Franklin, and you know, was fortunate enough to get a scholarship to the University of Idaho, and. You know, when I came back and I, I finally got into coaching, you know, it was it was important to me to uh, come back and come to my my mom mater and give back. Now I took kind of a roundabout way to get there. You know, I coached at Ballard and I coached at Garfield and Foster High Schools, but all those got all those stops taught me a little bit, and I got a little knowledge from from each stop and some good coaches along the way and. You know, I finally come back and I got my shot, and I'm just trying to make the most of it. Right. Now, Terry, when it comes to uh, the football culture, uh, especially from a historical perspective at Franklin, uh, you have an idea personally of what that looks like as you were a player uh, at Franklin, especially at a championship level. You know, how important is that when you were trying to reestablish culture and trying to get student-athletes at Franklin to buy in uh, to the principles and philosophies of the program under you? I mean, it's everything. Um, you know, when I when I was at Franklin and was involved in the program back in the day, you know, we were uh, one of the top programs putting kids into college. Like at one time, Franklin was the premier program of football players going to college in the state of Washington. We had put more people in college than anywhere for a variety of reasons, you know, that fell off, and I'm watching it from afar, and it just kind of, you know, we do have a proud history, and it kind of hurt, just hurt watching it. And so it was important to me to try to, try to, you know, bring some type of stability, try to bring some type of winning culture, just try to bring some type of pride back to the program. And, you know, in today's climate with social media and, you know, I ain't getting no younger, it was it was it was it was a, a a tall task, and that's where uh, that's where James Duke Scott comes in. You know, he 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 
change the perception of how how we looked. And it gave wow. people like, wow, okay, Franklin's not as terrible as I thought it was. And, you know, we just started trending up from there. Right. And let's talk a little bit about um, what some, what uh, I shouldn't say to some, quite a few people are calling the heart and soul uh, of your team and James uh, Scott Jr., also known, uh, you know, uh, in the area of Duke, uh, because he is a young man who has helped in many, uh, in more ways than one uh, to get the program moving in the right direction. Um, and it appears, you know, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but this is a young man who really wants to play football, wants to win. But at the end of the day, it's really, to him, it's just, he just wants to have fun while playing to win. Oh, and that's, and that's what it's all about with him. And, you know, we, we, we all kind of take our lead off of that. I mean, I, 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 I can't put in the words, you know, how much his infectious personality just kind of rubs off throughout the team, you know, keeps us a, keep, gives us a lot of energy gives us a lot of juice, but at the same time, you know, we're never too high, we're never too low. We just kind of try to keep in the open, I mean, uh, keep on the steady ground and, and, and keep trying to get better every day. And, and a lot of that just has to do because of Duke, you know. I mean, he's like, a, for lack of a better term, I say he's like the Pied Piper. He just brings everybody together um, and, and people, people rally around him. He always has a smile on his face. He's always in a good mood. You very rarely see him down. And that is infectious inside of a locker room, and people can get behind that. Right. Now, how would you how would you describe him as a running back? Because he does have his own unique kind of running style. I mean, his his nickname they call him Duke Mode. So he has a little he has a little Marshawn in him. But what people doesn't don't really understand about him, like he has really really good feet. And I mean, some of the moves and some of the quick feet, quick, quick, quick cuts he can make in the hole uh, are pretty impressive. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a lot, a good time putting together this high highlight reel at the end of the season. I can promise you that. Right, and you know, as you talk about his effect as a runner, you know, he, you know, he has some good feet, as you said, but he, he's also very tough to tackle and always seems to keep moving forward and and just picking up yards. I mean, he's a he, he's a hard runner, like like I said, Duke mode, Duke mode. Duke mode. He he <laughs> he just he just goes hard. I mean, I, I it's hard to it, it's hard to like. I, I I got Barry Sanders in my head, but he's a harder runner than Barry Sanders. He's Marshawn Lynch in a in a way, but I think he's more shifty than Marshawn was. So I mean, he's kind of his own his own his own kind of creation. But I mean, he, he it, it's it's everything else with him. You know, like the line wants to block. You know, like I got, we got dudes on. You know, we pull out, we pass out stickers for good plays, and you know, pancake blocks and this and that. And you know, you watch the film and you see like receivers and linemen blocking 10, 20, 30 yards downfield, and you, you, you do that for somebody you really want want to be successful with. You do that for a teammate. You do that for somebody you like, and that that's what 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 like changing the culture is about. To where all eleven guys are. Are working for the same goal, and and, and I, I give Duke and and Lyndon and and Dave Pugh all these guys, Carmonte Banks. I give them all the credit to come in here and, and stick with me and trying to turn this thing around. Right now, was actually my question. Next question, I want to talk to you. You know about you know who are some of the other 
impact and role players on a team. Because certainly football is a team sport. It's not an individual game. Certainly individuals can make teams better. It can do some things. But they also got to have other pieces around them doing some things. Can you kind of talk about some of the other uh, impact and role players uh, and leadership on your team? Because certainly, you know, this program, uh, these guys who are seniors now have been through quite a bit with this program uh, but it's been uh, a very fun for the ride for them over the last two years, I would say. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, to watch the growth, to watch them all come together. And like I said, just you know, these guys could have transferred out or could have just not played or, you know, gave up, but they stuck with me. I mean, when Duke came, he brought a, a kid, Lyndon Vibau, our quarterback and linebacker with him. I mean, he, he he's an outstanding standing player uh, uh dave Pugh is another linebacker so our linebacking core of duke linden and, and and dave who we call uno that's one of the best linebacking cores in our little conference i believe and um then you you add in the banks boys carmonte and his little brother bubba i mean these are guys that was with me from the very first day i got the job i mean we just have a lot of good pieces Manaya, one of our big <laughs> i wish i could pronounce his last name <laughs> But our, our our big nose guard, I mean, and our, our emotional leader, we have we have just some guys and some pieces that I'm just, I don't know. I'm happy to see them grow. At the same time, though, I, I, I'm I'm not surprised at at what they're doing. I just I'm just fortunate enough to be around, kind of driving the ship, you know. Right. And and speaking about driving the ship, uh, Terry, uh, I would be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit about the state of the program um, prior to you getting there um, and, you know, kind of that progression over the last, I think you've been there two years now, uh, of, of where the program has kind of gone. So just to kind of give that context to our listening audience. I mean, so my first season was the, that COVID season uh, of 21, so like spring of 21. That was our first season. And, you know, when I took over, we had, we were in the midst of an eight-year losing streak. And, you know, morale's pretty low. Uh, we probably had 20 players on the team. And, you know, I asked my buddy Mario Bailey, you know, I was like, Mario, man, is, is this even worth it? I mean, is it possible to, to get this out? And his words, and God bless him, his words was green, a little love and a little faith, everything's going to be fine. And he was right. Like, that's really how I look at the whole situation. You know, you put a little love in it. You put, you actually care. And these kids see that. You know, they come back. And, you know, now we have more guys at practice. Now, instead of 20 guys, last time I checked, we're, we're, we're over 50, you know. I mean, we have a JV. We, we played our first JV game this year in like a decade. We actually have a JV separately practicing with our varsity. Like, little... Little things like that is just like program building to me. And now with our new athletic director, Cameron Dollar, we're going to try to redo the locker room and, and, and get these kids some, some, some things that make them feel like it's a real program at a real school doing real things. And that's, that's, that's what I'm here for. Right. And, and Terry, I'm going to skip to another question, uh, a question I have for later in uh, the conversation as you talked about Cameron Dollar and trying to – get a new locker room and just, you know, things that programs need to be successful these days or I shouldn't, or com- more competitive. I should, that's probably a better term. Um, and, and that mm-hmm. is 
talking about support, support from the community, support from boosters, alumni, because, you know, people attending games and supporting the team really go a long way towards making the players feel proud about wearing a, a Franklin uniform in this case, um, but also, you know, some of those other things like having, you know, you know lockers um, that, you know, look like they're, um, you know, fairly new as opposed to something that's been there since the school was built, you know, 100 right. years ago, whatever that was, you know. You know, with with that being said, what are some of the reasons or reason why people should either a uh, make plans to attend a Franklin football game in the coming weeks, even if they're just a, a regular football fan and not necessarily a Franklin alum, but also just for them to also embrace and uh, support or you know even volunteer uh, in some way or lend a helping hand in some way with this program. I mean. Uh... We're still getting off the ground on some of those things uh, in terms of like um, fundraising and setting up our uh, our booster fund. Um, you know, attached to some of our social media accounts, we'll have our merchandise store up soon. But I mean, at the end of the day, you got to give people a product that they can cheer for, that they want to support, that they want to go out and see. And when you have the the, the futility, so lack of for lack of a better term, that we we've dealt with for pretty much a decade before I got there, you know, it's going to be hard to bring the fans back. You got to give them something. You got to, you got to give them something to come back to. And that's, you know, to circle back to how we got started with this. That's why I, 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 I'm so grateful for my seniors and, and most specifically uh, James Scott, because, they're giving people something to cheer for. They're giving people something to want to get back into Franklin. They're giving people a reason to want to put the green and black on. Now they have a reason. Now let's sell, sell them some hoodies. Now let's get them into the seats. Now, now you'll see parents. They 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 want to come out and help out with spaghetti dinners for their kids. And you know, uh, a, a mom just donated like a thousand dollars worth. Because I like to have a uh, food for the kids after practice because a lot of times these kids don't. You know, they don't eat the whole day. You know, they're not eating lunch. They're just eating some chips or whatever. So after practice, I like to make sure they got something in their belly to go home to. And I got parents donating money, donating food for these kids. And, you know, that family atmosphere is slowly coming back, but it's going to be there. And, and, you know, if people want to want to join up, follow us on social media, hit us on Instagram, hit us on Twitter, and you'll 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 see you'll see ways that you can give give back to the community and give back to the Franklin Quakers. Right. Now, are those social media handles, uh, are those, uh, you know, are, I'm assuming that they probably like Franklin High School football or something of that nature. What would what would they look for? Uh, Twitter is Quaker football, uh, Franklin underscore Quaker. And uh, uh, the Facebook page is uh, Franklin over Quakers over everything, QOE, uh, uh, Instagram, same thing. Um, just pop on. See what we're talking about. You'll have game details. You'll have merch details, and you know, ask your questions, and we'll direct you to the right to the right people that where you can where you can um, donate. All right. Well, Terry, uh, before I let you go, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the road ahead and the end of the season because you guys have some pretty important games uh, remaining over these uh, last few weeks. Uh, tonight we got Nathan Hill. Um, last year was the first time we beat them in in, in eight years. So they've always kind of been a, a gnaw on our side. Um, we're going to go in there tonight and, and 
put our best foot forward. We're trying to we're 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 in a race for for second and hoping we can somehow Lincoln gets jammed up and we get a chance to 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 tie them for the the top spot in this division. But after after uh tonight we got Lakeside, then we got we're trying to we had a game with um West Seattle that was canceled because of the smoke, uh the wildfires. So we're trying to reschedule that game and then finish it off with Lakeside and Ingram. And hopefully the Metro Conference gets enough bids that we can uh, play a crossover at the end, a meaningful crossover at the end of the season to see if uh, we can get a playoff bid. That would be big for our program in terms of just moving forward and uh, just the, the building blocks that we've already laid in our foundation. All right. Well, Terry, I want to thank you. Terry Green, uh, coach of the Franklin High School football team, I want to thank you for joining on, us on today's show. I want to congratulate you on the, the building blocks that you've put in place with the program in just a few short years and wish you much continued success uh, on all your uh, future endeavors, but more importantly right now uh, your endeavors uh, as building the program as the Franklin High School football coach. Man, appreciate you, brother. Thank you for having me on, and hey, go Quakers.